0: It's good to see you guys here. Um, it's good to be back home. You know the the, um, the coaches' eval of the game. I thought went really strong. I think we're really working on doing simple better and looking at things that uh, you know we we've got to be able to get um, to the point to where we can play green and do all the things we talk about in the hardest, toughest. You know, most uh, competitive moments, and I think that there continues to be a push for that. And I think the ability to be to be patient and to be able to meet our players where they're at. You know, I I think the struggle a lot of times is to be pulled with expectations, or and or noise and um, views from the outside. The, the The challenge is always to to keep the focus inward and to um to really get kids to be able to believe and trust and to um you know reveal what they got inside and i thought there's a lot of that on saturday for us and you know we're gonna have to to take another step i think it's it's always difficult when you try to build it to to, when there's an expectation of hey this is what it's supposed to be but there's so many layers to that and there's so many things that have to be you know this is this is this is not connecting this is wired to something else and we've got to reconnect and we've got to rebuild a trust and we have to we have to build have people come out and really uh, perform in a way that um they're not trying to pretend anymore and i think i'm i'm hopeful that we're on the right path there so i thought this last game was a lot to do with all of it in um, looking ahead, way excited to um, to play Oklahoma State. You know, I have a lot of respect their coaches and their 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 team. You know, I think the first thing that you that strikes you is just the speed and the violence that they play with. You know, on defense, brand new coordinator, but a lot of similarities really in terms of what's coming at you. Um, really strong four man front, a lot of speed in the secondary, more single high. Uh, whether it's a man or three than we've seen, you know, combined this year. And so, you know, uh, a lot of numbers in the box for us to deal with. And then, you know, offensively, um, quarterback really stands out, really playing fast, looks faster, uh, playing confident. I think they've got a running back by committee that's been successful in their O-line. You know, there's some cohesion there with guys returning. And um, I think receiver-wise, I'm sure they're anticipating getting guys back and all of it for this one. So what a challenge it is. You know, special teams-wise, a lot of speed, um, ability to to be real explosive in the return game. And so that uh, for sure jumps off the tape at you. But with that, take any questions you guys got. Coach, maybe without even showing it to your players, when you played OK State twice last year, mm-hmm. both really close games, from a coach's perspective – Not showing it to your guys. Do you feel giddy about playing them again? No, I appreciate the question. I, I think they're they are a challenge uh, because of the you know they are a they're strong team. I think they're built they're built inside out. They don't crack under pressure. Um, They you have to beat them. I think their team speed really flashes off the tape. I think up to this point, we've been maybe possibly looked at as the faster team of whoever we played. Um, this is probably not the case in this one. Um, and I think they're, um, but you know, they're kind of transitioning too into new guys and everything else. And, um, you know, a road game for them and, and that. So I think their, their ability to play fast and violent. Is really what makes us a real competitive game. Hey, you, guys for, you guys forced uh, four turnovers in that Big Twelve championship game. That, that all those interceptions. Uh, you got two interceptions uh, against Iowa State. How important was that? The kind of establishing, uh, turning the ball over, and finally getting breaking through in that regard. No, I appreciate that. I think you know so many more games are lost than they are won, and I think it's hard to you know, it's hard to get that point across because i think um you know you you almost have to be over 45 years of age to really kind of appreciate that i think you know the more you um, are in your teens and all of it and early 20s it's that almost falls on deaf ears and so but you look at whether it's penalties i think like right now we're like a hundredth and they are either i think they might they're in top 10 in terms of being the best and not committing penalties um, and then you look at takeaways, but you look at so and then you know, or offensive ball security, defensively getting it out. and so you you look at ways to not lose the game first and um, to try to be as alive and as um, uh, authentic and playing green in the not losing piece is really kind of the trick um, and um, don't over don't overreach. and so we're we're definitely trying to hit that mark, I think. You know, I'm, I'm hopeful this last game kind of helps kind of set the expectation for this year's team. Dave, to build on on that a little bit, four previous games against Spencer Sanders, Baylor's intercepted him ten times. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of success defensively. Mm-hmm. Does that give your guys sort of a level of optimism? I mean, you guys picked him off seven times last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Um, so I appreciate that. I think I think it would have to go though to kind of what we've said in the past is, you know, prior to playing Iowa State, it was you know, you know, Ebner had the return for the touchdown, you know, um, JT had the pick to close out the game, you know, Abram had the the run that moved the pile at the you know at the end of the game. You know, like all of those things. I think like those guys did that. Now there's a couple guys that kind of assisted in all of it, but those guys did, and those guys are gone. You know, and so I think I think you kind of have to start there. And, and you don't. I don't necessarily say any of that to be ugly or to be kind of um, you know a flex of anything for them. But I, I think it's more of that. Um, hey, we're all starting on even ground. This thing has to be earned here's the stuff you can do today to earn it, right? Um, and, um, you know, let's stack some days. But I think it has to be like that. If it's not, I think the um, the appreciation of stuff that other guys have done can um, almost intoxicate you. Richard taking advantage of his opportunities the past two weeks, has he earned 15 to 20 carries a game even when Tate comes back? I think um, you know, his improvement says so much just about him and about his, um, uh, his ability to learn and his ability to take coaching. He's just way uh, selfless and then i think you know i know justin johnson's done a great job juice done a great job with him and really just with that group it's kind of been you know a running back by committee and um you know guys for certain spots and then this last game it had been enough of that to where uh this guy comes in it's normally a pass this guy comes in it's normally run and things were were flipped around which i thought was good and uh and so I can kind of see that still still becoming, uh, just because of the the, the guys in their roles and their um, their successes are continuing to build. And so I think we like kind of where it is. And um, you know, I, I credit Juice for a lot of it. I think he's really poured his poured everything he has into that group. You Coach. mentioned this game being kind of built up a little bit for your team. Uh, like the BYU game, mm-hmm. so going into this one, you're eight zero. When you guys score on the first possession mm-hmm. of the game, how big of an impact will it be for your offense if you're able to do that again and kind of set the tone for for those guys? I appreciate that. I, I wouldn't, um, yeah, I wouldn't put it in those terms. I would say, um, or I'd, I'd like for them to hear rather that it would be, hey, this is what happens when you execute, and that, and that you can you can still, you know, have a successful um, record or you could still win if you didn't execute last series. That has nothing to do with the series that's about to come up. And so I just think like, um, I think I feel like with some of the youth of the team, there's just the, um, the, the uh, ability for all of them to do the hard things and um, kind of go down before you come up, and they can say that I've earned it. And there just comes a confidence with that that really you can't get any other way. And um, I think all the other ways that are kind of out there where you can kind of grab a false confidence or a false, you know, belief or anything like that. You I don't know. I just feel I really have to be on the alert for that because we will try to grab them, <laughs> and those things will um, will will vanish once a, a strong first quarter from an opponent will hit you, and so. Um, but, yeah, I appreciate the question. Dave, uh, whether it's the intro videos on game day or even the hype videos on Friday night, it seems mm-hmm. like you all use a lot of the former players. You mm-hmm. really feature them. Mm-hmm. How important is it for you to have kind of that bridge to the past? No, I appreciate that. Yeah, I think it's, it's just – that's so important. I think that's everything. That's us, you know. And so I talked to um, – I think I talk to a couple guys a week. And uh, Facetime them at the end of practice with former players, and uh, you can see they've got their Baylor gear on, and they're excited to talk, and I am too. And it's just, I don't know. For some of them, it's it's as if they've never left. But for a lot of them, it's like, um, you know, you know, here I am. You found me, <laughs> you know. And so to make that connection, because this is their place. I just think there's no there's no greater. Um, there is um, no greater um, you know, view of what's capable of Baylor football than a former player and just his success in life and the families that he has and the work that he's doing and just how he's treating other people. I mean, I've seen that a million times over since I've been here, just way impressed. And the more that our current players get to see that and see this is really who you become, that's way cool. Dave, oh, Carson Jackson has become a, a really big playmaker for you guys. But what have you seen in his development over the last few years? Uh, confidence. Yeah, I think he's he's probably always been that guy, but he's been just so humble that he hasn't believed it, you know. And, um, you know, I think he has really found a niche as a third-down pass rusher and then on special teams. And I think um, – So it kind of becomes where when you're trying to do other things, you're fitting into maybe other positions or other roles and it don't work. And then you're struggling to process that, why it doesn't work. And then that hurts your opportunities with some of these other specific roles. And that can kind of go on for a year or two. And so it kind of takes, you know, the ability to kind of take a pause and really reassess kind of what we got and see people with new eyes, and, you know, the hardest work is for them to see themselves that way, and uh, I believe that's what's happened there, so it's, you know, couldn't happen to a better dude, way strong leader, and, um, you know, he's, I'm always impressed when he speaks, he's got better words than me, so he's, he does, he is a great steward of all of us. They haven't really been tested yet this year, and they have an extra week to prepare for you guys. How much do you feel like you have a grasp on what they like to do, and how much are you just going to have to be ready to adapt on Saturday? Appreciate the question. I think it's going to be both. I think, um, I think there is, on offense, there is a fair amount of uh, history with who they are and what they like to do, and then especially with us, what they like to do with us. And, um, you know, there's been a constant – you know, um tight ends um, or three backs in the backfield, is it one high? if we do match there's there's eight gaps in there. If we do match the gaps, taking shots on the outside, if we play with safeties that are back and we have seven for their eight, then running the ball, I, th- I very much see them that way. Um, and so I think that's a consistent you know they're playing with a lot more tempo. they're I right now I think they're the second fastest team in the country in terms of tempo. And so, um, you know, we played a a, a fast team in the bowl game, and uh, you could argue these guys are faster. And so that is different. You know, I think it's always been a part of what they've done, but not to this degree. Um, And so a big part of our prep is going to be getting ready for all of that. Then I think defensively it's going to be, you know, with a new coordinator, but a lot of similarities from last year. So that may be where there's probably a little bit more question of um, you know, was it was that to kind of ease your way into it, and then use the buy for whatever else? And so that's where I think the adjustments will come in. You have Could to feel good about that wild game up in Iowa State, uh, but only three penalties for 30 yards at least on the year. You have to feel good about that. Yeah, so we're trying to come down from you know the mid hundreds. So we'll see. We're at I think we're at 100 now. So we'll see if we can get that thing down some more. Do you think that you'll have Khalil, Keith, Grant Miller, or Tay McWilliams back this week? I don't believe we'll have Khalil or Tay. I think there's a good chance for Grant. So we're we're anticipating having Grant. Did you see the Texans? Yes. Very cool. Yeah. So um, I I hit him up with uh, congratulations, and he said congratulations for me on the sideline with a bunch of – Laughing, smiling emojis. So <laughs> awesome. Dave, how do you use the the applied performance stuff with Eric Grash, and mm-hmm. how do y'all use that, and how important is that for your program? Yeah, um, appreciate that. I think what Eric brings and that technology is really just a science to what maybe you know. Whether it's emotionally or anything, you've i coaches would generally kind of feel, or kind of um, guesstimate. I guess he brings a um, kind of numbers and a math to it, and I think it's something when the players can see it, they can see. Um, they can probably see it clearer than maybe like a story or something where I'm just confusing them. And so, like two examples there would be over 20 miles per hour, just run full speed, would be one. You know, and the other would be he can we calculate if things are under three or less. And so if it so, last last week's practice week was the best week we've had in terms of we had the least amount of guys walking on the field in any given this year you know, so far this year and so um and it felt like that was the best week of practice we had and but then you come and you look at the numbers and it validates it or it shows it and so it's pretty cool coach next week is college football mental health awareness week mm-hmm. how important is it just to have those conversations with your players and put them <coughs> you know their resources no yeah i appreciate that yeah i think it's i think it's so important and I think it's it's getting to be where, um, you know, I think where I feel a lot of that stands is that it's that people realize how important it is to talk about that um, and to um, to recognize and to appreciate the people that do. But then at the same time, that's not me, right? That I don't I don't have problems to talk about or I don't have any issues or I don't need to talk to anybody. So I think that's where the struggle is, is I feel it's good that there's a breakthrough, that um, everyone recognizes that it's, it's a way important piece. And you think about the person over the player, it's really kind of everything. But then I think the push-through still is to get it to where – you know that's me, that's you, that's everybody, and that's not. And the the ability to talk to someone and get stuff out, or to um, to um, to know that feeling a certain way, right, um, or to feeling down, or to feeling like you're not good enough, or any of those things um, that it's okay to talk talk about, I think is way strong, and I think we're really you know, our people here are very much into that, and I am too. When we look at, uh, obviously, heading into this week, it's important that you guys start fast uh, and kind of don't uh, dilly-dally. You know, you said that you saw a lot of happy faces on the sidelines, but then that's when you guys start to give up. Mm-hmm. It's a big place. Uh, how do you prepare kind of mentally for that uh, to not let up if you guys do end up building up lead? Appreciate that. Yeah, I think it's I think it's um, it's human nature to uh, want to relax and to want to um, maybe be externally validated and to, um, yeah, to take a breather. I think especially when things, if you feel some tightness and, and some point in the game, when that game does open up, I think it's natural for everyone to go, you know. And I just, you know, you you if you just take a pause and step back and look at our conference and look at all of it, there's not going to be a lot of games where that's going to be the case where you can kind of take that that sigh of relief you know during a game. And so I think that's just kind of a, a hard reality. but I, you have to train for that though. And so if you're not living your life like that or you're not practicing or going about your process that way, in terms of continuing saying yes to hard things and saying no to the easy things, but then being expected to do it on Saturday, that generally doesn't work out too well.